welcome back to the Practical Scouter. This is Greg, and I am back once again with Jay and Jeff. Greg, how are you? Jeff, how you doing? I'm better than I deserve. <laughs> you know, when we get really famous, I'm, we're going to get in trouble because that's Dave Ramsey's tagline on his financial planning show. What do you mean when? I thought we already were famous. Well, famous or oh, famous or famous, famous more famous or more famous or more famous or. <laughs> We we will get there. We are we are skyrocketing up the charts on uh, on that iTunes podcast list. Outstanding. So, Joe Rogan better watch it. We are coming for him. <laughs> yeah, I could take him. I'm been I'm training. I could take him. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So what are we going to chat about tonight? So we uh we had a big night last night. Well, I don't know. I had a big night last night. We had our first uh, council wide roundtable. And as we've talked about before with our various roles in scouting, I, I run roundtables for our district. We are in a, a, a four-district council, and we decided to do a council-wide roundtable, and I was sort of the, I guess, the MC for lack of a better term, for all of that. And uh, it, it was an interesting event. It was a different event than, than we've never done it before. And I think for many, many councils, across the country, across the world. This is this is a new thing to try to do something at a council level. Uh, and, um, you know, as, as someone who helped put it together, I've got some some input. Jay, you were very involved as well. You had a couple of presentations on your side. Yeah, a couple last night, yeah. Um, and then, you know, Jeff has also a great perspective because he we, we told him nothing about what was going to happen, and he just showed up. I had no day. clue. I just logged in and watched and listened like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd talk about that for a little while. I thought it was a good presentation, but I'm prejudiced because I had two speaking parts, which is one, if not two more than I deserved. Um, But I like talking to those events. It's hard to be interactive in a larger group. And we had at one point 160 participants. Yeah, 165, which is pretty good. And we had nine different presenters. Um which is a few more than a typical roundtable, maybe not. Um, but with that many, it's a real challenge in a large group to have dialogue. And with a webinar format, we're doing Q&As um, on Zoom online and answering some stuff live. But it's, it's hard because we also had a tight schedule. And what did we go, an hour and a half last night? We did, and we, we pulled it in about five minutes under, which was a little surprising because at one point we were about 15 minutes behind schedule. And we managed to pull it back. Okay. And as a viewer, I didn't perceive any any haste. Well, maybe not. Jay, I think on one of yours, you I, your meter changed. You sound like you were trying to catch back up and move it along. Or, or maybe I'm misremembering who it was. But somebody was trying to make up some time. Um, I think because the previous presenter went longer. It, looking back, and now that I hear what you're saying, uh, I maybe that. But at the time, I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Uh, I didn't notice a problem. So my beef with uh, not not beef. That's too strong a word. I thought it was great. It was good content, good information. Uh, everyone was well prepared. The production value is pretty good. Yeah, everyone's doing a nice clean handoff. Yeah. You had somebody. So all of that was great. My my problem is, uh, in Jay, I don't know if you tried to head me off at the pass there by calling it a webinar because yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. It was billed as a round table, but it was a webinar. And uh, in the, in the, in the after, uh, after webinar meeting that we had, 
I called that out originally because so I called it a bait and switch. It was advertised as a council-wide roundtable, which for me uh, means I'm interacting with people and I'm seeing faces and people I didn't know. And there's an early gathering time where you're chatting on the side and you're you're, you're playing in the chat room. And that's not what it was. It doesn't mean it was bad. It's just I think it was billed incorrectly personally. So the marketing person I think did a bait and switch in my in my view. So whoever that was, I blame them. But there was no ill intent. It's just the way it happened. Well, I, I, I beg the question is, assuming we do this again, and since we're doing a lot more virtual programming, we don't know what the fall or winter looks like. If I had to guess, there'll be a combination of virtual and in-person or not 100% in-person. Let's, let's guess at that approach. I wonder if... Um, I wonder if we want to change the format that you do a council-wide roundtable and perhaps it's like a district roundtable where in our district you're, you're making announcements for 15, 20 minutes, not a lot of long pronouncements, and then you do a breakout into, uh, let's say, you know, by district level or and or by Cub Scout and Scouts BSA level and maybe venturing if we've got enough people there. Yeah, I think those are worthy ideas and they're worth thinking about and trying them. And I'm of the definitely give it a run, fail forward type of mentality. So uh, I have no problem with webinars uh, and they can work really well. I think if you you market it as a, uh, a live webcast from here are our guest speakers, the council luminaries, and they're going to talk about all these things, the 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 hook on a webinar has to be different than a more intimate roundtable freeform kind of a thing. So I have I have no problem with live webcasts and webinars. I, I I do them on with some frequency through work, and I I watch a lot of them as part of ongoing technical training or just you know general marketing information. And as part of what I do, uh, what my company does especially in this new virtual world is we sell and service equipment and products and uh, software network services to help people do these things. And in fact, uh, uh, literally yesterday, one of my clients, big, big, big global uh, uh, webcast. And that was a lot of fun. So they can be really, really fantastic tools. And I think the council should fully embrace them. Uh, I'm mostly kind of tongue in cheek uh, criticizing the roundtable versus webinar. And uh, I guess in our case, after, after we talked about it, there was actually a licensing limitation. If they went over some number that through the Zoom accounts that we had, I don't know what the number was, but they couldn't do. Oh, you couldn't do more than 100. Well, a standard uh, basic uh, Zoom is 100. And right. because we've got better attendance uh, for a lot of different events, we've been running them as webinars. But it's also a management structure that everyone's muted unless you're a uh, presenter. Yep. So it's logistics. Um, I don't have a yeah. look. I, I don't have a huge problem with it. It just it's just that one word. I had a different expectation, and the very first thing I, the first chance I had to give Greg a hard time because that was his baby, is I called his baby ugly because he did a bait <laughs> and switch. So, you know, come on, it's Greg. It's my boy. I reserve the right to tease him whenever I want. Next time we do a council roundtable, and I assume there'll be a next time. Do we try it differently? I, I, I had suggested 
before we started this, do we survey everyone that was uh, on the on this uh, on the webinar to see if they're as unhappy as Jeff is? Come on. <laughs> and if they are, we should give them what? Jeff's phone number. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Send me to have an, inter, have an intervention I, with I, me. I, My goodness. It didn't come out the way I really intended it to come out, but <laughs> so, so, so in all, in all honesty and in all candor, feedback is a gift. We all, all three of us live, live by that. And for good oh, reason. Yes. And you know what we don't want, Look, we had great attendance last night. We had 165 attendees. What we don't want is for the next time around to have 30 attendees because everyone had that same reaction. So, so you know, granted, this is a, a an example of one so far that we've heard this from, but it's one opinion who I value very highly, and we'll we'll, we'll take it seriously. There, there, there was at least one person. Might have been two last night on the chat because we're doing this webinar. Uh, or the Q&A, and her comment was the same thing. It says, well, I'm expecting you wanted to hear from us as leaders, which to, to Jeff's point is what a roundtable typically should be, certainly in, in our council uh, or so. So there were others, and what's the statistic? The one person voices that speaks for 10 others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's at least yep. uh, 10 people that uh, uh, have Jeff's uh, attitude, which we're going to work on, but... <laughs> wait, wait, wait! What are you going to work on? My attitude or the ten people? The other ten that agree with me. <laughs> the other ten. We want to isolate you for it. But so, I mean, it's 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 important just because you know uh, others sat through it and we didn't lose attendance. I didn't say anyone dropping off. Uh, and that's a good point. A good uh, yeah. I do, and I do have the actual login logout times, and there there was was there were people who got off and back on again with connection issues. But I didn't see anyone who jumped off significantly early when I went through the numbers there. Now, that said, we did a poll at the very end, and I think about 30 people didn't do the poll. And when I when I summarized all the statistics, my comment on that was they either weren't paying attention at that point <laughs> or they just didn't care to give their opinion. But I, I don't I don't I don't remember that. I don't remember a poll note going out or a comment on that. Really? There was a there was an on-screen yeah. poll about yeah. 3 minutes before we ended about how you want hmm. to see future roundtables done. It's funny. I remember what, the poll. I don't remember any of the questions. <laughs> what was the poll? What was the poll question? There, there were two questions. There was one what district are you in? Yeah. And okay. how would you like to see future roundtables either completely in person, completely online? A, a rotational mix of the two in person with a with a, a video monitoring so you could dial in or why can I not remember the, the, the fifth option um, oh, oh why do, why, do I, why do I not remember seeing that you, what was the fifth one um, lot live but recorded for later viewing right right which which huh. almost no one selected but yeah if you so so I'll have to did go I, back. Did I answer the you, poll? You, do you have my... So I, Jeff speaks for 30 people now. I, <laughs> I am going to pull it up and see if you answered the poll now, because now I'm curious. Well, yeah. Wow. Man. Oh, you mean you know who who answers and what their answers were? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Yeah. What time was that? That was around oh. 9 o'clock? Yes, yeah, right 10, right 10 right to 9, yeah. maybe 10 yeah. to 9. So let's yeah. see here. That's funny. Let's see. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> I mean, they're all great questions. I, um, wow. 
You yeah, you certainly didn't answer the poll because um Ah, see, okay, at least I'm consistent in that regard. Can't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I don't know, maybe maybe I punched out because maybe maybe that was the wrap up and everybody's thanking everybody. I don't know. No, I, I was remember. I was still talking. I was it, we were still on my slides at that point, so Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's <laughs> why. You were mesmerized and there was something blocking your screen. And you just ignored that. I just said, oh, that's just Greg. I came to listen to everybody else. I can listen to Greg anytime, you know. Oh, wow. Talk to him. Wow, wow. No, it was, no, look, it was, it was well done. It was, it was, uh, yeah. it was managed. And even one or two of the people that I typically don't have any interest in listening to, they actually, did pretty good job, so I'll, I'll give them it, it's a little more credit than I normally would. I've, I've been on um, two or three webinar formats now for council events, and I find that when we set the schedule up in advance and say you've got three minutes, you've got five minutes, whatever it is on the topic, it does force you to become focused. And it forces you to practice. For the most part, we've been using slides. So again, it does give you a script to run through. And that probably helps the message. So some of us that, that tend to ramble, uh, harder to do if you've got a script and a time. Um, we haven't come up with a hook yet for for the presentation, although you can always put somebody on mute if they're <laughs> running running too far along. Uh, for it. So that may be why you're seeing things a little better and tighter. And that's why it probably felt like it was moving along, even though it ran roughly 90 minutes, which is, um, you know, that's a long round table. Yeah. Well, initially it was supposed to be 60 minutes. That was the original yeah. agenda I put together. But then, you know, hey, we need to talk about this. Hey, we need to talk about this. And before you knew it, it was either going to be a bunch of two minute talks, which, you know, that's not going to work, or, or we had to go to 90. Was the time advertised? As an hour, hour and a half. I don't remember. I don't recall if we said that it would be ninety. So if you minutes. advertised an hour and then went to an hour and a half, that's 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 bad. Yeah, you you talk about me being upset on a bait and switch. <laughs> Holy cow! I tell you what. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't lose anyone. Um, I mean, it, there's a great advantage of doing it, or one of the advantages I want to say of doing it by by Zoom is that when the meeting's over. I don't have to go to the parking lot meeting, although our district had one. Uh, but, you know, I can go, you know, back upstairs and, and you know, get a cup of coffee and, and sit on a reader or go to sleep. So it's not like I need to get my car and drive home for, you know, half hour in some cases, depending on where I'm living in the district. Right. So running long is less painful. But if I've got kids that got to get to bed or, or homework to be done, then I got to step aside. Um, at, at the same or, time, I think it's it's easier to tune. You know, when you're there in person, if it's running long, depending on who you are, you some people aren't willing to stand up and walk, even if they if they're ready to. Whereas online, you know what? I'm just gonna click off, or they yeah. can't see me anyway as an attendee. I'm gonna walk away and just stay logged in, and and that I think has a lot to do with the the, the, the poll numbers that that we losing some people at the end there. That may be, yeah. Um, but I, I would make the point that the other the other roundtable that I went to, the other council roundtable I went to a few days ago, was uh, completely uh, also webinar format. But it was I think it was even a pre recorded webinar format. It was just streamed to Facebook. Oh. 
Wow. So there was um, – I did see people commenting on Facebook during the course of the meeting. So, so maybe they were airing it live. But there was no back and forth, whereas I, I do think we did a fairly good job of dealing with the Q&A. We had a couple of, of folks who were there who were not presenting who were specifically watching the Q&A. Right. And then, Jay, for example, when you weren't talking, I know you were on there responding to questions. So there was a, a good – you know, it was not as good as if we'd had faces and seen everyone, but but there was some some back and forth capability there. Yeah, and some of the some of that was interesting because, and it's sort of the limitation of Zoom in that particular format, and this becomes the roundtable part. So, for example, someone asked a question about ideas on how to manage a cub hike in COVID, and what if the parents aren't willing to comply and this, that, and the other thing. And it was early on and it was great. It was a great question. Now at a round table, round table where there's other people in there, lots of other people would get to comment and sort of answer that question. And there were a few people that replied and tried to refer back to a question that was just sort of 10 questions up the thread. So you couldn't connect those dots. So unless you were a moderator, you couldn't answer the question in line and in hierarchy back to that specific question. So you lose some of that in this particular format. You lose some of the other leadership kind of expertise because at the end of the day, the only people that can really contribute are the moderators because you can't, it's just the, it's just the format of the, of the, of the Q and a window and the chat's not global in there. So you can't, you can't do that either. Right. Right. I totally right. agree. Some of the best input that you get from these round tables has nothing to do with the people that are presenting and up in front of the room. It's the back and forth with all of the other seasoned scouters in the room who have experienced these things and have their and have their ideas and their experiences. So completely agree yeah. with so you. So maybe the maybe we need to try and thread the needle a little bit on something like that. You can't you can't have just a freaking open mic video of hundreds of people. You just can't do that. That's silly. That would be no one would ever they would do that once and then never come back, right? And but I think maybe if the tools allow it to have the chat or some sort of discussion threads on the side, have that a little bit more interactive in real time, that, 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 that can be fun. And then some of the, some of the online webinar tools was something called Crowdcast, crowdcast.io. Great tool, reasonably inexpensive. Uh, so there's better tools than, than Zoom. But look, it's only 160, 200, 300 people at the most. And by the way, I went back to how you advertise the time on this. I looked up the original invitation and it just, all it says is, uh, and I think this is sneaky. Whoever wrote this up, they said, starts at seven 30. Doesn't give an end time. <laughs> it's, it's not sneaky. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you write it? No, I, I, did, I did not write it. I, I, I'm just an invited guest, but, but it, it does beg the question. I wrote it. That if, if, <laughs> If, if the nominal time is an hour and a half, let's just say that that works, then we force ourselves into no more than 45 minutes of announcements. And while there's a lot of stuff going on uh, now, but there's always a lot of stuff going on, limit your announcements and then you do a breakout. And the logical, well, a logical breakout would be by district because, you know, all scouting is local. That's who we know. You can have more of a dialogue. Um, 
the downside is that if I'm uh, some council membership chair, that if I want to talk something specific to each district, uh, hard to do if if there's different right. breakout. Right now, I you know asked to be invited to each district roundtable, which is on a different, sometimes on a different night, but not always. I mean, sometimes they're the same night, in which case I go from one Zoom call to to the next. Uh, but you know, I try to you know limit it to five minutes. Um, in a district just to get the, the word out. Unfortunately, it's, it's not dialogue. It's a monologue. Yeah. And uh, for you, you know, you, you do end up at all of the round tables giving the same yeah. talk to all of them. So this allows you to give the talk once. Now, now I wasn't kidding. I did write that, that email blast. Okay. okay. Um, but I, what I will say is that if, if you go back to our in-person round table email blasts, they also say starts at seven thirty because right. we have, always had 90 minute round tables so so i don't again not intentionally misleading but more of an i guess an error of omission because everyone La- knows laziness no la- everyone no, knows no, they're no, 90 laziness. minutes no i get it oh, I'm lazy. <laughs> what if you're what if you're a new cub leader and you don't know that come on i, I have a high my bar is very high for you guys and you you know it's good it's all good no i i, I just at some point i do i do remember at some point during the round table i was getting the the webinar last night that uh i at one point i was getting kind of bored and then the council president came on i was like oh cool i haven't heard from him in a while uh and then he had a surprise right mm-hmm. yeah he talked about the we hired a new scout executive yeah yep yeah and that was cool and that was like a surprise on a surprise, and then, boom! Live, new scout executive talking to us for the very first time. It's like this big reveal. Look what's behind the curtain. That was awesome. It, that was really cool. It, it, it was. It, it, it was. It was great timing, mm-hmm. because we've been. Um, our last scout executive left at the end of February. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and having nothing to do with him leaving, but you know, a week later. Um, COVID-19 pops up in Connecticut and we're without a SCAD executive and the normal process of hiring a SCAD executive is, you know, in, in the, the world of Boy Scouts of America, it's a fairly regimented system. I've commented that the the origins of that are James E. West when he was the first chief SCAD executive. He created the system uh, that has uh, persisted until today, which is a centralized control of SCAD executives, which from a business standpoint does make sense. Anyway, I digress. Um, so we went through the process, and then we put it on hold because no one was applying for jobs to move councils, particularly coming to the Northeast in in March and April when we were the hotspot uh, of the country um, at that time for for the uh, for the virus. So we put it on hold, and you couldn't really bring things back up again until it quieted down somewhat here with the intent of, all right, now we're going to go conduct our interviews. And um, as fate would have it, as we're getting ready to fly in uh, our candidates to meet them face-to-face and going through the interview process, uh, our governor said, uh, if you live in certain states with high prevalence of the the virus, you can't come in without quarantine for 14 days. And we had uh, at least two individuals on the team that could not make it 
without having to sit in a hotel for 14 days. So we did everything uh, by Zoom, which is very interesting. Some other councils have done that. And the timing was such it was the same day of a roundtable. And my suggestion is to our president was, let's take advantage of it and offer. So wait a minute. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Hold on. So the the he accepted the job on the same day. You, you, you finalized the deal, inked the deal. And the same day, said, "Oh, by the way, we're having a roundtable tonight. Join." Is that what? Oh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we. That's we, cool. Oh, yeah. Mm. We finished up, <laughs> and, and 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 the gentleman that's joining us is from California, so he was up. He said he was walking his dog at three fifteen this morning, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> of his time, not our time, to get ready for our first round of interviews, which started, I think, uh, nine o'clock, our time, which was six a.m. his time. Uh, yeah, and so we I, didn't finish up until. Uh, after lunch, uh, roughly one one I think it was one thirty our time, and and under the BSA system you have interviews you notify uh, the the winners and losers assuming you pick someone uh, that day and coincidentally you know would you like to come to roundtable tonight virtually and he said yeah whoa sure, that's not? yeah that's even more intriguing yeah. wait you made a hiring decision like that day oh, yeah. after the oh, interview it's very, uh, it's it's an interesting process yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have the ability to reject all the candidates, but if you know who you're going to pick, you pick them. Wow. Yeah, this is, so that, this is not a normal that, business. This is Boy Scouts of America. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that we really need to pull the curtain back and, you know, I don't know that's kind of interesting. It is. That Well, that, hey, look, it, you know, yeah, seems like. Yeah, and and, and it's interesting because doing a Zoom hiring interview is nothing any of us want from either side. Um, but, you know, the, the candidate we picked was, you know, by far the the best choice. So no one had any concerns and regrets. But it's it's really an interesting process, whether you're, you know, working for a job uh, in the real world or the Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah, and it was, it was <laughs> funny for, for me. I mean, I, I've been assembling slides now for three or four days from everyone. So I get a slide on... You know, a couple of days ago, that has a silhouette on it and says first name, last name. And I was told just put it into the deck. And maybe an hour and a half before the meeting, I was sent a new slide with the picture and the name. <laughs> so it was the, his, his the the slide didn't look like the guy though. The the silhouette, it, you mean? It, no, no, no. The, the picture the, on the slide. The sl- it's um. Pic- it it, it, I can't it remember the I slide. mean, it wasn't. It's not like it was even a glamour shot. He didn't. Ha- he wears glasses. Didn't have glasses in the picture. I wouldn't have thought those were the same person. But look, it's a webcam. What are you going to do? It's, I don't know. It, well, it's a webcam, and he said he hadn't had a haircut recently because of, of COVID nineteen. Well, apparently, you guys been you've been keeping him up since three in the morning with interviews. <laughs> well, that's so, you know, that's that was the bag. That was the bags under his eyes. We we commented as part of the interview process, and I I, I was honored to be part of the the, the selection committee. So we're going through the interviews uh, that. Uh, He's coming from the Los Angeles area, and they have had roughly a, uh, a 45-day head start, not on the good side with regards to coronavirus, because Southern California uh, had earlier, much earlier cases than here in Connecticut. So um, they've been dealing with these issues for for much longer. So that gives them, you know, a little little more knowledge than than we have. That's um, it's, not necessarily good news because this is not something that you want to uh, be, be proud of having more knowledge about. We'd all rather have this yeah. behind us. Very true. Uh, yeah. 
but it was a good night. You know, it was a good roundtable night, council roundtable. I, 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 you know, I'm all in favor of trying new things. And uh, as long as the communication is honest, if it's going to be a webinar or a video push or pre-recorded or um, live on location, you can do all kinds of interesting things with this technology. If there's someone out at camp, I mean, they were talking about camp, the, the, the virtual camp yeah, last, yeah. well, it's a combination of virtual and on site, have someone log in from their iPhone out at the rifle range and said, Hey, we're here at camp. And you, know, you could do all kinds of neat things like that. And, right? and a lot of the national ones and, and this other council that I said it on the other day, they had some of that where they were sort of on location doing things. Um, I don't know. Personally, I, I feel like that can especially when we're in the evenings and we know okay it's dark here you're in the light at a rifle range clearly that you're not clearly this is recorded um i felt like we tried to do more information flow than than what i would call entertainment um and, and you know one thing we didn't discuss at all here and, and we're running long anyway but we, we didn't actually talk about what we talked about last night for anyone who wasn't there and we did you know we did our typical roundtable opening at least our district's roundtable opening, which was, you know, we do, you know, duty to God, duty to country, duty to scouting. So um, we talked briefly about what we're going to talk about, went through the calendar a little bit. And, and that was different this time than it normally is for us because this was a council level calendar. So we talked about some of the trainings coming up and some of the fundraising coming up. But we didn't get into a lot of real local items. Uh, Jay talked about um, COVID-19, which is, of course, the topic on everyone's mind. We got into camp. And what's going on with summer camps? We right. talked a little bit about recharter, which is early to talk about, but you know, it, it seems like we talk about it year round because we take some some units that long to get it done. Um, then Jay came back to talk about recruiting because we can't let Jay stay and, away for, for yeah, too recru long. Recruiting and uh, and, and membership, and membership yeah. yeah, because that's you know, yeah. it, it's it's bad, it's bad everywhere. Um, yeah. We talked about fees a little bit because you know that's something we'll probably have a whole episode on, or the fee changes that that go on year in and year out. Um, and then we had our big announcement, um, and then I ended it just talking about roundtables, about how we do them, why we do them, where we think they're going, and and my big point that I was trying to get across uh, was the fact that every district's going to make their own decision. Every because what works for our council is not going to work for other councils. And what works for our district, and the numbers bear this out just from the survey last night, every district is made up of different people that that want different things and receive information differently and is also run by different roundtable teams who have strengths and weaknesses in terms of conveying the information. So, uh, you know, our district, it shouldn't come as much of a surprise was was very much into the idea of a rotating in-person and, and online. We also had the highest rate of people who said, no, they have to be in person of any of the districts. Hmm, yeah, a okay, little huh. a little more. It still wasn't high. It was something like 9%. But the other districts were all like five and below. Um, we, we had almost no one requesting a record it so I could watch it later approach, whereas there was at least one other district where that was a, a big part of their feedback. So, you know, again, it has to do with how you're used to seeing a roundtable, who's presenting it to you, and um, the geographic spread of your district. You know, do you have a lot of people that are driving a very far distance who just, you know, showing up in person is the last thing they want to do? So um, I don't think as a council, we're going to be able to say, do it this way or do it that way. 
Um, I think we're going to give some some guidance and some recommendations, but it's going to end up being district decision. Yeah, it's, it, no, it's, that's a good point, Greg. But but as we chatted about briefly, maybe a follow up survey to those people with trying to tease out some of the information. So why don't you want? This is not the right question for the survey, but why don't you want an in person um, only? Uh, round table in your district and the answer may be because I have to drive 45 minutes to the cent- center of my district because we have one larger district um, but in some cases you know my district is relatively you know, our, our district is relatively small but if I'm working um, in in New York City for example and have to commute then I just can't get to my round table by 7:30 unless I leave New York City and I've done it before at 4.30 in the afternoon, and my job doesn't end until 5.15, 5.30 uh, for it. So sometimes you can't get there from here. So it would be interesting to see if you can tease something out because I think our districts are all looking for this kind of data and this kind of feedback from our members. And with a good turnout last night, it would be interesting. Plus, you know, if I, if I are the roundtable commissioner, and I'm sure, Greg, you're looking at it as, okay, so District A has this type of answer. District B has this type of answer. I wonder why that is, but should we be taking lessons from ourselves? We don't do enough comparison. Now we have the ability to do comparison. We do. Yeah, although we have we have to be we have to be cautious of being in an echo chamber. Yeah. Right. Because the people you're asking the question of are the people that show up. Yeah. And I would say, well, who would benefit the most from a round table structure? And I contend that's the cub leaders. So how do you get the cub leaders in there? And if you're a young cub parent and you've got your five, six, seven-year-old, right, and you're just trying to get them rolling in scouting, the last thing you want to do on a Wednesday night at 7, 30, 8 o'clock is drive to go to some round table with a bunch of grisly, crusty old scouters who are just <laughs> hanging out and have known each other for 20 years, and they're all talking about things that they always talk about. Um, that, yeah. Uh, that's the person you got to get, right? Man, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I miss it too. I, it's fun, but I, you know, I'm I'm somewhere in the middle of all of that, right? Uh, but I think the the people that could benefit from that fellowship and structure of the roundtable the most, those people aren't in the room, right? And there's reasons for that. So some of these other newer tools, um, either a you know, some flavor of webinar or some fractional portion of it, uh, I, I think if we find ways to communicate with them and and sell to them then i think we're going to get that participation and i think that's what scouting needs yep uh, I, I i i would agree with that and when we we didn't do this last night but when we surveyed our district about this one of the first questions in the survey was can you describe your round table um your round table history and at that point, we had done three virtual district roundtables. And the questions about that history were, you know, I come to roundtable more or less consistently. Um, I have been to the in-person roundtables, but I stopped when you went virtual. I never attended a roundtable until you went virtual. And then I had a couple other mm. similar questions. I didn't have anyone who answered our survey. And our district survey, we had about 40 responses which is not bad, all things considered. Um, no one responded with, I stopped coming when you went virtual. But we had a good number of people who said, I had not been to a roundtable until you went online. Mm. 
And that that speaks right. to what to what you're saying and to the ability of of these virtual roundtables to bring more people to the table. So that is probably an opportunity to survey all of the leadership. Um, in, in, you know, some type of email blast to everyone to see if we can get to those leaders to, that are going to say, "Great, what's roundtable?" Or I didn't know you were having them, but I'm. Let me know when it is next time, because to Jeff's point, it's an echo chamber. We're surveying the people that we know are coming or on our normal distribution lists, and um, they're giving us the positive feedback almost we expect. To, you know, how, how do we get to the leader that has never come? Would you please fill the survey out? Uh, or would you really, really the question is, would you please come to roundtable? Or how do we get you to come here? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, that some of it is, the, the uh, we need to be, yeah, we, Jay, you're right. You need to ask these people, how, how do we get you to come here? What's important? And if you ask a 35 year old mom or dad of a scout, um, how do they want to consume their information, right? A live interactive forum with experienced uh, scouters who've been down this road. Is that valuable to you? Well, yes, in person or otherwise, right? Um, so, you know, roundtable, live and interactive is a big part of what that is. And you can do live and interactive online, as we've all been experiencing. Force-fed made us do this. Uh, I, I think uh, some of it's wordsmithing. Some of it is how you talk to, talk to the folks. But someone who's got a... a uh, a seven-year-old and they put them to bed at eight o'clock, right? I don't know what time your kids went to bed to think at that age, I wanted to have them in bed by eight, no no later than 830. Yeah. And, you know, helping my wife and I trying to figure that out with the young kids. Um, I could, I could dial into a round table, right? Right. Yeah. I could even, I could even be watching, right. With it on mute as I'm trying to get the kid to bed. So some of that, uh, people will do that all the time. Right. Yeah. So it's a, and look, the, the, the newer, younger audience and the more relevant audience is going to drive that. Right. And I just, I know this group, the three of us, mm -hmm. and then I know uh, a lot of our district leaders are uh, aware of that dynamic and willing to take those kinds of leaps. And uh, many are, but not everyone, but I think it's the future. It, it's just gotta be. Yeah, it does. And this becomes the, experiment that we've all talked about and it's been an enforced experiment and that's good but we're still working out what's what makes sense what does work what's not working um but you know we're, we're gonna be meeting in some form virtually next 18 months easily mm -hmm. yep and it may yep. and it may well it will stick beyond that point in some form. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and it's, we will, we'll have learned all these lessons and all of these, these failures will have turned into great learnings and it will all, it will, it will be awesome. Yeah. And it, it's a, it's such a great opportunity. You sometimes can't see great opportunity when you're in the middle of living with the painful <laughs> growth of that. It's, it's hard to see it when you're in the middle of it sometimes. So Greg, I thought you did a great job. You know, Definitely. I, I'm giving you a virtual pat on the back. So Thank you. well done. Um, errors of omission and uh, baits and switch, baits and switches, baits and switch, baiting and switching, and switching aside. That was a great job. 
Thank yeah, you. But well done, my friend. But in a future webinar, I want to come back to why Greg wants to shoot at the rifle range in the dark. He uh, made the comment earlier oh. that he didn't. He didn't. He's if if the rifle range was in light, it's obviously been recorded to show at the round table. So if he wants the rifle range to be dark, like the round table is at night, I don't understand how it's safe to shoot at that point. But we'll we'll get back to that. I. I... <laughs> I find it disingenuous <laughs> to pretend you're there when we know it's dark out. I guess. <laughs> oh, that'll work. <laughs> What's, there's nothing wrong with shooting at night, as long as you know which, which as long as you know which way is downrange. <laughs> <laughs> That's like tracers, right? Homemade tracer rounds. Okay, good. Okay. That allowed BSA allowed that? <laughs> is that is that in the guide to safe scouting? Is that in the guide to safe anything? <laughs> <laughs> yes, as not to do. <laughs> yeah.